Yeah, so we actually started <laughs> making cartoons on YouTube. And after, you know, our YouTube days, we weren't there very long. We were putting out episodes of this cartoon twice a week, every week for six months. So we were like putting oh, serious wow. work and pretty much not sleeping. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, we got on the radar of Comedy Central and then we took that same show from YouTube and did two years with them on their digital platforms. Working with Comedy Central was a dream come true, right? And like that was something that we pursued. That was a goal we set. But then, you know, doing things like this, you just run into other opportunities that are, it's like, it's a dream come true, but it's a dream you didn't even know you had, right? So yeah, we were that's right. on Thursday to Netflix. We actually have, we have an executive producer attached, producer attached to our show who is the original producer of South Park and helped get South Park on TV. Monday, Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you guys have enjoyed your weekend. I know I certainly did. And last week was a blast. I was able to take my family uh, to Disneyland and my little kids got to experience that. And it was wonderful. It was absolutely amazing. Um, But I'm glad to get back in the saddle and uh, really start pushing out some new content for you guys because there's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, Real quick, a few housekeeping items. If you haven't pre-ordered my book, uh, Sales Genius, Uh, and you're a freelancer or you're a small business owner um, or anything in between and you want to get better at sales, go check that out. The link is on my website to pre-order that. Um, I'm also coming out with a few courses, so stay tuned for those. And really, guys, it's it's incredible. Uh, I'm having a live event that you can register to attend, a live sales training event that's totally free. Uh, You can also check that out in the description below. So without further ado, and all that being said, let me introduce Trenton Hudson, who is a comedian, an entrepreneur, and a cartoonist uh, who's done work and had work shown in Cartoon Network and Showtime, and who has a few more deals coming up uh, with Netflix. So you guys really got to check this out because he's absolutely fantastic. He's also the owner of Korma Cafe, uh, a coffee alternative that uses dates. So we got to talk a lot about that. We got to talk a lot about um, his time at Comedy Central and uh, his life as a comedian and his life as an entrepreneur. So make sure you tune in, check that out. Please welcome Trenton Hudson and share, share, share. Thank you so much. Welcome, everybody. This is Dalton Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. My family and I are going to be in California uh, in a couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I have two kids. We're going to Disneyland, dude. Oh, oh shit. Man. That's what's up. <laughs> nice. Where are you guys staying when you're out of here? Uh, we're staying um, in Fullerton. Oh, okay. California. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's super close to Disneyland. Yeah. You get there in like yeah. 15 minutes. Oh, good, dude. Yeah, I'm excited, bro. Um, I've, been all, I've been all over the West Coast except for California. So nice. I'm excited. I'm excited to be there, dude. Well, uh, it'll be a fun trip. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Thank you. So Trent brother, I, uh, I've been doing a little bit of research mm. and you got, and you have date coffee. You own yeah. Cor- Korma coffee. Yeah. Is that right? That's correct. Dude. Tell me, give us the rundown of, of, of that and how that all started, bro. What's it all about? Yeah. So the, I got to take it back a little bit. So the reason I started this is because um, I, I gave up caffeine a couple years ago. Uh, my body doesn't respond too well to it. It gives me chest pain. Um, I actually had a heart attack when I was 20. 
So way. yeah. So and I actually had oh another heart attack when I was 21. So whoa, cra- crazy, crazy beginning to all this. Luckily now, <clears throat> um, my heart actually looks amazing. But it's kind of a crazy story because <laughs> so what caused the heart attacks was I have two aneurysms in my LAD. And for anyone listening who maybe doesn't know what an aneurysm is. Cause I didn't know what it was till I had a heart attack. Right. <laughs> so it's essentially your artery wall kind of weakens and it'll expand like a balloon. So instead of blood flowing straight through that artery, like it should, since it's expanded, it can kind of tumble in there and it'll clot. So yeah. each of those aneurysms clotted. That's what caused each one of my heart attacks. Um, luckily Dang. somebody was watching out for me because my heart developed arteries, feeder arteries around that blockage. So the bottom yeah. half of my LED, there's no blood flowing through there anymore. Normally that kills you. And they actually call the LED the widow maker. Cause if you have a heart attack in your LED, um, normally you in serious <laughs> trouble, but yeah. And whatever damage is done to your heart, when you have a heart attack, your heart never recovers from that. You just got to kind of work around it. But luckily for me, like I said, someone was watching out for me because my heart had almost no damage to it whatsoever. And, you know, last time I saw my cardiologist, uh, summer 2020, we did pretty much every test in the book. We did, you know, the the CT scan, 3D model imaging, um, ultrasound, the stress test, treadmill test, everything and everything. My doctor was basically like, your heart looks amazing. It looks just as good or better as anyone else your age. So I'm not really worried about you. And I, I can play basketball all day long. I can do this and that. But yeah, caffeine actually constricts your arteries a little bit. So if you have any kind of heart issue or cardiovascular issue, coffee's not really something you should probably <laughs> be consuming. Um, okay. So, yeah, it, it gives me chest pain. So I, I had to get all the way away from it. And I started this date coffee company. It's called Korma. Mm-hmm. And I started that, you know, just kind of <clears throat> out, of, out of nowhere. I honestly just kind of fell into this because, you know, I, I had quit drinking coffee and I just happen to be one of those people who sometimes I'll just, you know, Google, well, what can I do with this, these date seeds or these avocado pits or whatever, you know, food yeah. waste I see accumulating in my house. Right. Um, so I Googled date seeds one time because I found myself throwing a lot of them away and turns out you can turn them into coffee. So wow. I got tired. I got tired of making it for myself and I wanted to buy it in the store and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I was just kind of like, okay, here's an opportunity for me to provide this product that's missing and, you know, help people that are in a similar situation as me, or maybe even someone who, like my mom, who, you know, was a caffeine addict as as long as I've been alive. She's drank a pot of coffee every morning, like a whole pot of coffee. And (laughs) now she has one cup of coffee and then drinks date coffee afterwards. Um, So yeah, it's naturally caffeine free. There's no decaffeinating process super rich in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Um, okay. It's great, great for your skin, digestion, brain health. It can help regulate your blood sugar, um, ton of fiber. So it's like, I mean, dates are considered a superfood. So this is made from the seed of that. So it's essentially, you know, a, a superfood coffee. That'll, yeah, that'll give you real energy. I mean, you're not going to get the coffee, the caffeine buzz. So if that's what you're looking for, um, <laughs> I hate to, I hate to break it to you, but we, we don't, we don't have that. We got everything else. We got, we got natural right. energy and, health benefits, but, but no caffeine buzz. That means, that means, yeah, if you want caffeine, day coffee is not the right thing. Day coffee is not the right thing. That's and and I'm not here to convince anyone to give up coffee or, you know, this or that. I'm, I'm just here for, you know, the people that are looking for something healthier or maybe, you mm. know, have 
have their own issues with caffeine or whatever it may be, you know, I, I just want to be able to provide that for, for those people who were looking for something else like I was, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the crazy thing when, you know, you're developing a product. I really like what you said. Like, you're not, you're not here to like convince anybody to switch. You're here to like, just for the people who want to want something different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a great point, like a great place to start. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, for me, honestly, if, if I didn't have a heart condition, I I can't imagine I would have quit drinking coffee. Um, Mm -hmm. but mostly, I mean, even when I was drinking coffee, the caffeine never really did anything for me. Um, so I, I drank coffee for the flavor and the smell and, you know, the morning ritual and all that. Yeah, so for sure. it was something, you know, whenever I gave up coffee, I was looking for that replacement. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I kind of had to make my own thing because nothing else tastes enough like coffee to me. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm not a big coffee drinker, mm-hmm. uh, though. I lived in Portland, Oregon mm-hmm. for a long time. That whole city smells like at least when I lived there, it smelled <laughs> like coffee. Yeah, uh, I think now when you go to Portland, it smells more like marijuana. Nothing <laughs> that wrong sense. with that. <laughs> but they but they like both, dude. Uh, but that's really cool. And when I saw this, when when we connected um, and we were talking about date coffee, I love dates, though. Mm-hmm. I think I think dates are like really good. I mean, yeah, obviously, same. they're really good for you, but they're naturally like they're j- naturally they're just really good. Yeah. You know, you and they're actually they're actually really versatile. So, okay. you know, along this kind of journey of, you know, making this coffee and especially, you know, during the last year and a half, especially, you know, this pandemic. Things have started to open up more so now, but a lot of that time during the pandemic, I was, you know, not just working on the coffee. I was also, I I got really good at making healthy desserts, right? Because I think, oh yeah, for me, the goal with Korma is to not just, you know, be able to provide a coffee for people. I want to at the same time, you know, launch a small chain of cafes. I I just want like ten. I don't, I don't need a (laughs) Korma on every corner like Starbucks, right? Hey, how you doing there? I just wanted to take a quick second and introduce myself. My name is Dre Raka. That's D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. Yes, that is my legal first and last name. Don't at me. And I wanted to welcome you to my podcast, two of them. I have the Unrestricted Show with me, Dre Raka, and that's where I get to sit down with some of my friends and we chat about life. We chat about new businesses, just everything with me and my homies. And then I also have my other podcast called the Isolation 20 Podcast, where it is mostly just me and we talk about different things from sports to uh, movies and of course the are you dumb moment where I give somebody 15 seconds of fame for being completely dumb and you know I sprinkle in some pranks in there we have a lot of fun on that podcast so definitely come on over and uh, give me a listen give me a a, a try a trial version if you will allrock.com is where you can find me that's a-l-l-r-a-w-k.com and I hope you have the day you deserve but right, and, and right, so right. I want to I want to be able to to provide an experience for people where you can come in and have a healthy coffee, but also a, also a healthy dessert. Because if you go to any yeah. kind of cafe, like the desserts that they make, I mean, obviously they're delicious, you know, who doesn't like pastries <laughs> and coffee cake and all that, yeah. but it doesn't, that stuff doesn't do anything for you. Um, so it's really a really poor way to start your day off. And it, it doesn't give you, you know, the, the energy you need, it's not going to give you the clarity you need, the focus you need, because you're not getting, you know, the nutrients your body needs to, you know, make it work properly and make your brain work properly. So, you know, the, the desserts that I've gotten really good at making, um, you know, once they're available in Korma cafes and everything like that, it'll, you know, everything is like healthy enough for breakfast. And that's kind of my thing anytime I make a dessert. So, you know, it's going to be no sugar in it. No, basically if like, if it's not good for you, it's not in it. 
Yeah. That's a great, that's a great uh, way to, way to approach business. Now, when you were talking about, and the only reason I bring this up is because I love this idea and I want you to kind of mm-hmm. tell me more about it. Um, but it's this idea that, you know, you don't necessarily want like a, your, your Korma cafe to be on mm-hmm. every corner, like Starbucks, you know, you want a few. What, yeah. what, what was the reasoning behind that? So I, I think I, you know, it, it was just branding. So yeah. whenever okay. I think about the brand of Korma, what I'm looking for and, and what I want to provide people, I want it to essentially be affordable luxury, right? Yeah. Um, Cause you know, this is a specialty product. Um, although it's not super expensive. I mean, most date coffees, that I've seen, well, I've only, there's only actually found a few across the whole world, but they're like pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, our, ours retails for $19.99. Um, but, you know, I, I want to be able to provide something that is, you know, seems exclusive, but it, oh, you don't God. have to pay exclusive rates, right? Yeah. So I, I want, you know, when people go into a cafe of ours, I want it to be an experience that you remember and that you thought, mm-hmm. man, that, I, I felt like I just got a hundred dollar experience and I paid, you know, <laughs> 10 bucks for a cup of coffee and a, and a pastry that in both are healthy and it's not going to, you know, make me, I'm not going to crash later. I'm not going to feel yeah. that, you know, cause if, if me personally, I try to avoid sugar for the most part, but when I do eat it, if I have like a handful of Oreos or something, I can feel it in my body. I can feel it everywhere and I just don't feel the same. And it, <laughs> so, you know, I try to, be disciplined about only putting, you know, good, good things in my body. And and I, and I have a serious sweet tooth. That's why I got so good at making <laughs> healthy desserts. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So did you, did you do anything before Korma Cafe? Is this your first business entrepreneurial venture? So, th- this isn't my first business, but this was my first experience in doing anything that was, you know, either like consumer goods. So oh, like product based. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um, because I have a cartoon company with my brothers. We have a small boutique animation studio and production company here in Los Angeles. And so... Oh, no way. Yeah, so we actually started (laughs) making cartoons on YouTube. And after, you know, our YouTube days, we weren't there very long. We were putting out episodes of this cartoon twice a week, every week for six months. So we were, like, putting serious work and pretty much not sleeping. And, uh, you know, we we got on the radar of Comedy Central and then we took that same show from YouTube and did two years with them on their digital platforms. Um, Oh, on Comedy Central? Yeah, yeah, on on their website. So it's called The Lounge. It's actually, so for the people live streaming right now, it's this poster behind me. Okay. And and, and that opened up a bunch of other avenues, right? But that was all entertainment based. And so it was, you know, providing, you know, entertainment for our fans that we've built along our channels and, you know, maybe doing animation work for other, you know, bigger companies that are here yeah. in L.A. Um, but, yeah, so that that was the extent of my my business uh, experience. Wow. And, and then I, I just jumped into this because, like I said, I just kind of fell into it. Yeah, and you kind of wanted I've, something I've, out there. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've had to figure everything out as I went. And, I, and I'm still figuring things out. I don't I don't know if any business, if <laughs> anyone just has it all figured out. Um, yeah, there's always there's always obstacles and things going wrong and things you got to fix and, <laughs> and then keep in alignment. Right. But yeah, yeah so it, it was, it was a very different, you know, take on this. And luckily for me, I, I had, you know, a good product and I just happened to um, kind of come across the right people and the right information to help me launch it. And, you know, read a handful of books that really helped me, you know, kind of 
carve out a little bit of a path to help take off in the beginning. And then it just, you know, the, the date coffee exploded way faster than I ever thought it would. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, just kind of, kind of a mix <laughs> of hard work, luck and trying to, you know, put things in place. Right. Yeah. And, and do well and coming to the, to the market with a product that people want <laughs> and they like, you know mm. what I mean? Because there's all types of like coffee alternatives out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Date coffee might be a unique one, mm-hmm. but when you're looking at like, you know, there's, what is that called? Like Pero and other stuff or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. Like, and like, so the biggest one right now is probably mud water. Okay. And, yeah. That coffee you know, replacement. Yeah. And then I, I've seen a handful of other ones, but the thing is like, I haven't had any that tastes like coffee and some of them are really right. good. Um, but I love the taste of coffee. And so that that's what I was looking for. So I needed, you know, something that was going to, you know, g- give me the things I need, but also taste the way I kind of, you know, want it to taste. And it doesn't taste exactly like coffee because it's not mm-hmm. right. Um, but it's the closest thing that I've found. It's it's kind of like a coffee, but with, you know, a little more sweetness, a little less bitterness goes down a little smoother. But yeah, I, I love it. And the reviews have been great. That's cool. So Yeah, that's great, dude. Well, I'm, I'm going to make sure I try one, but I kind of want to go um, this. This is a cool story. I didn't know about this. But but um, and if you're comfortable talking about it, I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Go anywhere you want to, man. I, I'm All a comedian right, cool. too, so like, <laughs> That's I, 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 did, I did a show at the House of Blues a few days ago. Oh, really? In, in Anaheim, and I I talk about anything and everything, so you're not gonna offend me, man. Like, <laughs> well, bro, I, I, I was I was doing 9/11 jokes and. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was like the 20 year anniversary in of 9-11 se- so we were, yeah it, it was it wasn't september 11th when i was doing the show but it was still sure. not you know not far after we were still in september um, that's cool man but some of the people loved it and some of the people were like i don't know about these so. yeah some people well it's a weird one right i don't know dude i just i just don't i because i'm this i'm in the same boat i feel like and what i what i what i say when i what i mean when i say that is like i also i've done a few shows at local comedy clubs here mm-hmm. in salt lake um, just because I think it's funny, like, and I, and yeah. I feel like if, if we get to the point as a, as a society that there are certain things that aren't fun, like are off limits to talk about, mm-hmm. I feel like we've, we've approached an area that we really don't want to be in. I couldn't Does agree that make more. Sense? I, I couldn't agree more. And and I think comedy, you know, I, I think comedians at large have a responsibility to society in a similar way that musicians do. Right. Yeah. Um. So, you know, musicians and comedians, it's it's kind of their role to to push the envelope. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, force conversations. And I think comedy is a great yeah. way to do that, because, you know, some people, you know, may argue that, you know, you shouldn't talk about this or that while you're on stage or whatever it may be, because, you know, it's a <laughs> triggering issue for some people or whatever. But I, I think, yeah. you know, the more triggering the issue, the better it is to talk about, especially if, you know, we're talking about something that's really serious. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, you know, that's something that's taboo, but we don't talk about it. But, you know, I, I think to to move forward with progress and have the, open that dialogue to really talk yeah. about things that we're afraid to talk about. I think comedy is a great way to do that. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. Think, I think to push the envelope and, you know, get people at least to talk about whatever it is that they're scared to talk about in society, whether it's, you know, I don't yeah. know, going to you know, like, <laughs> like, sure. like here, just an example is like suicide, right? Like we, okay. every, everybody knows someone who's dealt with depression or like I, I had a friend take his life whenever we yeah. were in college. Like everyone has, you know, experienced it to some degree um, or, or knows somebody who knows somebody that, you know, yeah. is affected. So, yeah. so if, if we can, you know, make jokes about that, obviously suicide is never funny. Um, right. But there's a way to make a joke about it to where you can lighten it up. And, and initiate conversation 
Yeah, and um, get people to talk about it. Yeah, so I, I think yeah. that's you know the 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 best role that comedy can play in society is just you know be, yeah. being an avenue to to trigger conversation about things that we're not having conversations about. Right, and uh, you know I, I couldn't agree I couldn't agree more, and that's kind of what I was ta- you know what I was alluding to. Yeah, it was just like you got to be able to like talk about this stuff. Yeah, and, and bring it to the front because um, if you never you know and if you never talk about it then then you never get it and if and if we can't initiate it somehow yeah it's just yeah it doesn't make any sense so i'm with you on that i I like that and i've done but you know what though man uh comedy like skits like that are hard yeah i didn't realize like i got a lot of respect for comedians when i had to start like you know you know you're writing your jokes you're trying Mm -hmm. to put it all together and then when you get up on stage everything changes yeah uh dude it's bananas so tell and, me and when, when you, when you write a five minute set or so, like you get on stage and then it's like, oh, damn, I'm running long. This is going to turn into six, seven minutes. And yeah, so how do yeah. I figure out how to wrap it up? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, go, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, people, yeah, it's it's a weird. No, no, no. I like that you brought that up because when I did it, um, I, I've just done a few open mics. Like I'm not a professional. Mm-hmm. I do it mm-hmm. for fun every once in a while when we go down, like by no means mm-hmm. am I good, but it's fun. I think it's fun. And, it, and it's it a starts. really cool. That's yeah. how it starts, though. <laughs> well, and and you know what I love about whether it's comedy or something like that. One of my life mantras is is there's something sacred about getting your ass kicked, and there is. <clears throat> you know, com- comedy for me is one of those things that I'm like I, I can do public speaking, like that's not an mm. issue. But yeah. like, you know, you never really know if you gave a good talk or if you gave a good speech until afterwards when people are like hey you did really good but like in comedy you there's an immediate like yeah react you know what i mean if you're not good you know if you are good is automatic yeah immediately yeah and uh and it's really good like for me to it's a humbling experience it's fun Mm -hmm. you know i get i get laughs and i don't get laughs and Mm -hmm. and it's just it brings me back down to earth and that's something my personality needs it's like, you know <laughs> yeah. I, mean? no, I, I get it. I, I've been there and like, I'm, I'm kind of in the yeah. same thing. Cause you know, I've, I've had shows where I just came out and like killed it and got yeah. laughs before I was even expecting to get laughs in my set. <laughs> but then, you know, I've, I've had a couple nights where I just came up and what was not in it mentally, wasn't prepared, <laughs> didn't get hardly any laughs. And, and that's, you know, motivating in a sense. Cause it's like, okay, yeah. I didn't fail tonight because I'm not funny. I failed because I was unprepared. And You're, that, oh, yeah. and and that is like the worst feeling in the world is whenever because you know I mean as cliche as it is the old saying is by failing to prepare you're preparing to fail right yeah yeah um so whenever you have a moment like that and you're just like oh my god this this is the worst I'm never doing this again <laughs> and not, not never doing comedy again but never coming unprepared again yeah um, seriously like I I can handle whenever because there've been nights too where I was like. I wrote these jokes an hour ago and I thought they were funny. So I wanted to come test them at an open mic or something and they just right. don't hit. And yeah. that, that I can deal with. And because especially yeah. the open mics, it's like, th- this is where I test my material, you know, and to see if this yeah, is something that I can do that during a show. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm okay with, you know, having my jokes that I thought were funny, not be funny. It's just whenever I'm like, not prepared that's what kills me that's 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 the motivating like that my personality needs like okay you're not you're not that damn good so go get better yeah oh yeah yeah it's just you know when you try something new it's just very humbling to find out that you're not like because it's pretty rare that anybody is good immediately at something 
You know yeah. what I mean? So just being able to come come into yourself and realize that you're not good and then work through it and work through it um, is is great. Hey, can you give me one second real quick? Do your thing. Okay, hold on. I'm playing uh I'm playing uh dad and mom tonight. <laughs> so I was like no, you got your hands full. Yeah, yeah, but it, but we're we're good. So um no, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. So tell me more about this Comedy Central gig, the lounge, the the TV show. You guys were doing it for six months and then caught the eye of Comedy Central? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yes. dude. That's so, qu- I so feel this, like that's quick. Is, is that quick? It's very fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So things like took off for us really fast, but it wasn't like, you know, we, we were like, oh, hey, let's make some cartoons. And then six months later, you know, we had to deal with Comedy Central. It, it, it's, it looks like that from the outside. But so this this is more so how the story goes. So, okay. All right. We started producing our first content summer 2015. That, that was the first time we made any cartoon and put anything out for people to see. So summer 2015. Okay. But, if you know, we take it back to October 2013. I was working as a financial advisor. I was living in San Diego and worked for a great company. Uh-huh. I had a great team of managers around me, great peers. Still hated my job. Just wasn't for me. I just didn't like the work that I was doing on a day to day basis. So, you know, I, I was, you know, kind of reevaluating my life. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do so that I can, you know, do something I love, but also still, you know, put myself in a position to make a lot of money down the line and see, you know, what can kind of happen and kind of have the life that I want to have and kind of design that. Right. So I was always kind of drawn to entertainment, but I didn't have the resources to put on any kind of live action show. And I've also like always been obsessed with cartoons, you know, like South Park came out when I was seven (laughs) years old and I was hooked ever since. Right. Who doesn't love South Park? Yeah. So, so it's October, 2013. I, Living in San Diego, I call my brother living in Missouri. That's where uh, me and my brothers are all from. So I call one of them, call my brother Dylan, and I'm like, hey, I can't do this financial advisor stuff much longer. I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do comedy and make cartoons. I would love to have you on board with cartoons. <laughs> right. And he's like, man, I want to make a cartoon forever. He's like, I'm in. And that, that day, we literally were like, okay, well, let's figure out what software we need to make the cartoons. And and just start learning. So it, it was a wow. year and a half, a little longer than a year and a half process where, you know, from the moment we decided, hey, we're making cartoons to, okay, we have a decent, uh, okay enough grasp to at least, you know, put some stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And, you know, so a year and a half of just learning, no progress, that no, no tangible. Right, right. Progress. You're just learning. You're le- in the just, R&D. Just, yeah. Just, just <laughs> learning computer software you know, trying to come up with, you know, storylines and develop this cartoon and whatnot. So a year and a half of just that. Um, And then we, you know, jumped to YouTube. And the first episode we ever put out on YouTube was absolutely unwatchable. It's the animation's bad. The writing is bad. It's not funny. (laughs) Everything about it sucks, honestly. Um, But, you know, it, it was just a ton of work. And, you know, we were putting out episodes, like I said, twice a week, every week. And, and, animation is really time intensive so you know we were putting out episodes on mondays and thursdays so monday's episode comes out we do social media blast and promotion and all that and then as soon as we're done with that we get to work on thursday's episode write it rewrite it rewrite it (laughs) get voiceovers recorded start animating and basically get it done 6 a.m thursday morning and put it out at 9 a.m and that's what we did for six straight months Wow. Of, you know, working nonstop like that. So we, we did 50 episodes 
in six months. And these are all no like a, a, a minute to three minutes long. Yeah, 50 episodes in six months. Um, wow. So, so we, we literally did like a year and a half's worth of work in six months. And like we oh, were crap, we, we were basically not sleeping and we were working bartending jobs too. Um, oh, I, I was working like three or four days a week bartending. Um, luckily, I had a pretty good gig. So I, I could work three days a week and pay my bills pretty easy, which was great because that allowed me to have four days you know, to, uh, to hunker down. Yeah. yeah. And, and even those days I was, I was bartending too, you know, I was working at a casino and I'd get home at one o'clock and I'd come home and animate until I couldn't stay awake anymore. Oh, wow, dude. And you know, that that's what it took to, to get to that next level. And so, so how did, how does, um, in your, your, in your story, how does comedy central reach out to you? How does so they find this stuff? Yeah, like this how many views are you guys this is, this, this is where it gets great. So okay, we're, we're okay, making okay. this show on YouTube and they didn't hit us up. We hit them up. And oh, like, yes. And, and we hit up everybody. And when I say yeah. everybody, I mean, like, if, if you are on the Internet and you have a bio that says you work for Comedy Central, even if you're in the accounting or legal team, like, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> we hit you up and probably sent you, you an email or, or a LinkedIn message or something that was like, hey, do you mind taking a look at this? And we didn't ask for anything except for advice. So, yeah. So yeah. that helps because if you reach out to people like asking for a handout, there's going to be your emails getting deleted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go, yeah. Go screw yourself. So, yeah, it, it was nothing more than, hey, do you mind taking a look at this? This is what we're doing, what we got going on. What what steps would you take next if this was you? So everybody yeah. at Comedy Central, a couple other networks and stuff, too. But no one hit us back, like literally nobody. <laughs> one person finally replied. And this woman was at the time, she's an executive now at an, at another network. But at the time, yeah. she was just a lower level assistant. She was like doing work, but also still one of the people who get coffee for other people. And oh, so, okay. so we hit her up on, with a cold LinkedIn message and she actually clicked on the link. I don't think anyone else did because <laughs> no one, she was definitely the only person who hit us back. But yeah, she happened yeah, to be in yeah. the programming department. And she loved it. So she passed it on to her boss and she loved it too. And then she showed her bosses and they loved it. And they're basically like, keep us posted every time you drop an episode. We want to, you know, keep in contact. So after a few months of doing this in late 2015, January 2016 rolls around and they're like, hey, you guys should, you know, come out here and meet us. Let us know if you're ever in L.A. So we're like, okay, well, let's just plan a trip to L.A. And yeah, yeah. But yeah, whenever whenever you're in LA, <laughs> yeah. oh, that, that's what a coincidence. I'm gonna be there in a week. <laughs> um, that's so funny. We're actually here right now. <laughs> what a what a coincidence. Um that you would suggest that. We're actually on our way. Um but uh yeah, so you know, January 2016, we fly out here yeah. and meet them. That meeting goes great. Uh they call us a couple weeks later and we're basically like, hey, we want to pick up this show and bring it to our digital network. And we we help them launch their Snapchat channel. You know, at the time, Comedy Central was just starting to kind of play in other digital avenues. Yeah. And we, we did like great numbers on there. The only shows that ever did better than us on, on their Snapchat channel was clips of South Park and Tosh.0. Oh, that was it. <laughs> like we, we killed all the other originals. Sometimes wow. Broad City clips would beat us in, in their Snapchat channel. That's it, though. So only like yeah. their staple shows. Um, but yeah, yeah it was just persistence. Be, yeah. yeah, the Comedy Central thing. Persistence, hard work cold emails, cold LinkedIn messages, reaching out to people, asking for advice. Doing um, anything you could to get, anything get your we foot could, in the door. In anything we could. And it's crazy. Wow, like sometimes I'll, I'll tell people, you know, 
<laughs> being, being successful is easy. All you have to do is every single thing you can. <laughs> <laughs> which means it's not actually easy at all right right well and a lot of people miss that you know mm. they they get caught up in what's not working when mm -hmm. when you just focus on like this has got to work you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. you guys were like we're gonna it doesn't matter if you have comedy central in your bio if you work there at all you're getting a message from us and yeah. we're gonna keep going and we're gonna keep going until this works mm-hmm yeah. And, cool, and like man. the thing is, you know, we would keep messaging people, too, if they didn't respond. It was basically like <laughs> if you don't tell us to not message you, then we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> um, Dude, and, that's and, great, yeah, though. Yeah. yeah, it's like you Why said, man, it's, it's just figuring things out. So whenever you have. Yeah, it, it's essentially like, you know, it's, it's, it's simple. Just it's not simple, but it's you can make it sound simple. It's just. Find a goal, find your destination and then you'll figure out how to get there on the way. Like it's never going to be a yeah. straight line. It's always going to be curvy, windy ups, downs. But you yeah. know, if, as long as you have a, have a vision of where you want to go, you can get there. Yeah. 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 If, well, you know, it's a lot of try and fail. Yeah, dude. It's like, uh, I love, well, I fell in love with Harry Potter when my wife was in with Harry Potter, but one of the last movies they go, uh, we have to go do this thing. And uh, one of the characters says, don't we, shouldn't we have a plan? And uh, the main character, Harry Potter, goes, uh, one of our one of our plans actually ever worked. We just need to go get this done. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's in a Harry Potter real. movie, man. Like, it is, though. But the, I, that, I, my, that's my experience, too, mm -hmm. is like it never works. Like it never works. And that's OK. We need to keep going. <laughs> in it. You know what yeah. I mean? Just, yeah. You, you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll pivot and like, yeah, th things never work. So yeah. it's just hurry up and try it so if it doesn't work you can you know hurry up and you know move on to the next thing i read this book recently yeah. called blue fishing by, by steve okay. sims and and that's basically like what the whole book is about is just making things happen and you know he <laughs> he he compares it you know he talks about yeah. different business aspects and it's like too many people spend too much time trying to analyze what they're trying to do and, and yeah. they waste time whereas you know the blue fisher has already tried and tested what methods fail and what work yeah um, so, you know, I, I kind of I think that's a great way to go about anything. Just jump in and like try and fail. E even yeah, when I started the date coffee. So when I started the date coffee, this this is what it looked like. This janky like paper, <laughs> this paper white bag. I bought it on Amazon and just slapped stickers on it. I, I only bought like 50 of these and sold them all and everything else just went into my, you know, business. And even like uh -huh. there's no seal. Like I didn't even like. I just put this little bag clip on it. <laughs> but then that, that was my first bag. And now I'm on my third bag. And now my third bag looks like this, right? So this nice yeah, gold great. bag, you know, it looks just so much better. Yeah. Everything about it. It's printed on. Um, Heck but, yeah, man. You know, you know if, if I would have waited until I was like super happy with a bag like this, if I would have wasted time making sure this was perfect, I, not only would I have missed out on sales, I would have also missed out on feedback from my customers because, yeah. you know, wh wh while I was still doing this, I got feedback on, you know, pretty much everything except the recipe. The recipe was great and people loved it, except like we have a toasted coconut flavor that people were like, oh, it's not coconutty enough and it's kind of bland. So like that changed. And that's yeah. like why you want to hurry up and get it out there because the sooner you can yeah figure it out, out start the sooner you can yeah. correct it, change it. And my thing is like, okay, at yeah. the beginning, you know, I, I got like twenty customers right now. Anyway, a hundred customers. You know, when you're at that like low level, 
before you're yeah. in the thousands of customers, it's like, okay, this, this is the best time to get this feedback. Because if I change the recipe to the toasted coconut, whenever I already have a couple thousand customers or whatever, right? Some yeah. of them may like the original recipe and then I'm going to change yeah. it on them and they're going to be upset. So <laughs> if I can hurry up and change it when I only have a couple customers that have had it, yeah, if, if one of them and doesn't like it, okay. yeah, th- then one person doesn't like it instead of a hundred, right? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, so the yeah. sooner, the sooner you can, you know, figure out exactly, you know, kind of how things should be or what your customers respond to, um, I, I think the better. And it was, you know, a really similar situation with the cartoons. That's why the first cartoon we made was unwatchable, not funny, bad animation. Um, yeah. And, well, and, I love that. So yeah, yeah, that that's part of the learning process. But you it know, is. the cartoons are the similar with the coffee. You know, we we got feedback yeah. on, you know, people, you know, talking crap, saying this isn't funny, or maybe this would be funnier instead, and you know, or maybe <laughs> whatever it is. You know, you you get the feedback. Yeah. So the the faster you can get that, um, I, I think the better, because then you can get to correcting yeah. yourself. And you know, if if we don't start with the episode that's terrible. <laughs> like, literally six months after we released an unwatchable crappy episode we had a deal with comedy central <laughs> we had a deal. Was... <laughs> that's so cool though and that's just from from putting out as much content as we could and getting feedback from fans and this and that so you know if we would have waited you know another three months until the animation was really good then you know who knows what what's different maybe the comedy central thing never happens or maybe it maybe it's six months after that so it you know, happens at the end of 2016 instead of the beginning, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I love that though. Cause one of my, you know, I started a CBD company um, and we were, I had two business partners that were like really hesitant. And I had remembered what I, I had heard from another really successful business owner. And it's exactly what you said. And she said, um, if you launch, if your product is perfect, you launch too late. And, yeah. uh, and I never, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? I never forgot that. Yeah, and I exactly. was like, dude, the label doesn't have to be perfect. This we just got to see if we people like this, we can get it to yeah. work. Now that you that, that exact mean? same quote resonates with me because there's there's a quote that I love and I'm it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But I I think this was the founder of LinkedIn that said this, but he said, if if you're not embarrassed by your first product that you launched, <laughs> you you waited too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, like I wasn't embarrassed of this. I was just like excited to have a product that I could, you know, get to people. But right, you know, right. Compared to this, this nice gold, it's got a seal at the top, so you can reseal it. Yeah. Versus just this like janky paper, like this is paper one compared to this. But at the time, like I was, you know, I just wanted to hurry up and get something out for people and you know see how. Yeah, and then start, yeah, start figuring it out, man. Yeah, no, and I couldn't, and and I love that we we figured this out. Um. And so for how, how long were you with Comedy Central? Uh, two years. Yeah, we did wow, that show for two years. So, so did you guys just decide, hey, we're done with the, with the episodes? Or? No. So, so basically what happened with the Comedy Central thing was, you know, we, we did it for two years and developed it with them. And then we pitched that show to go to network. And okay. our first pitch bombed it like so hard. Um, got some bad advice from an agent who didn't really know what she was talking about and like giving us advice on how to go into this pitch <laughs> and like, man, just flub that it. Was as, tough. That was as, tough. As, as hard as you could flub it. And now, you know, we have pitch meetings all the time. We actually have a meeting with Netflix for, for another show on Thursday. Um, oh so like things are going Dude. good for us, but yeah, like these pitch meetings now we go into them and like, we're prepared, we're ready. But yeah, the first one, whew, <laughs> yeah, tough. messed it up so bad. 
but yeah. it's, it's you know so it was what a is learning the, experience so it's all it's all good so what is a pitch meeting like for a show like this is it similar to like an investor pitch or yeah i mean es- essentially it's still it, it's just like still want to know how many views they want to yeah, know how it's, much it's money sales pitch and um yeah to some degree but I'll, even more that they want about the world and the characters so like characters are what really drive shows you know you think oh. about you know just some of some of your favorite shows ever and and what really brings those shows you know makes them great is the characters in them right um so wow. yeah the, the characters yeah. in the world is what they want to hear you know so it's like so, so whenever you're if you compare a cartoon to a, a physical product, right? So mm-hmm. the, the characters and their world are the unique selling point of the show. So it's like, what about the characters? Oh, what about their yeah. perspective? What about their story and setting makes them unique to the rest of the shows that are sitting on the shelf right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're so really, thinking- that, that's interesting, man. I'm just like, you said that and you got me all messed up in my head because now I'm like <laughs> thinking, dude. I'm like, that is so true, man. They they want to know about the characters because people yeah. fall in love with the characters. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. When I watch my favorite shows, like, so I'm I'm a pretty basic dude. Like one of my favorite shows is The Office. Yeah. Nice. But, but I but I love all of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like they're all it, unique. It, it, the and thing I, is, and I get invested in their life, like in the show, even though it's not real. Exactly. The, the characters on The Office are great. Like all of them play their role so well and. The thing is, the office, the premise of it, the setting mm. is the most boring show in the world. You know, <laughs> so, so some people that work at a paper company and the whole show takes place at work. That sounds yeah. like the most boring, just awful show. <laughs> but when you have a boss, the main character is Michael Scott, who's this, <laughs> you know, just incredible, dynamic character. It, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what company he's the boss of. The show's going to be funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what's you know, funny? Yeah, you just, everyone else too. you just you trip me up because like now I'm trying to like draw parallels to like business and stuff because what also makes the office funny and like shows like yours funny are like the way that the characters are are uniquely their own, but then how they mm-hmm. uniquely interact with everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, exactly. Like on the office, like Michael and Dwight interact differently than like Dwight and Pam or someone like that, yeah. right? And yeah, so exactly. it's really like yeah, you gotta keep track of all those relationships. I, I dude, I have I have nothing but respect for like story writers and like things like that because I could never do it. And the way that, but I appreciate it because you know mm-hmm. you just see all the di- different dynamics that they have going on and how they interact with everybody. And it's uh, dude, it's it's crazy. So so that's what you're doing now. You're doing your date coffee, mm-hmm. um, your Korma Cafe, and you're still working on producing shows to put out. Yeah. On Netflix yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So the cartoons, Dang, it's, it's never going to stop, man. Like when we decided to do this in 2013 and then really hit it hard in 2015 when we started producing yeah. content, that, that 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 was the ultimate, like, you know, I, I love, you know, the business end of things and I love, you know, the coffee and everything else. And I consider myself an entrepreneur, but first and foremost, I consider myself an artist. Um, yeah. So I, I, I need to create, I need to be in that space to write jokes and make people laugh and bring stories to life. <laughs> and, you know, talk talk smack and make jokes <laughs> about anything and everything so that, yeah, that, that's nothing. that's like that that keeps me balanced that keeps me yeah. balanced and sane yeah that's great dude that's amazing man i love that so much because uh it, it's so it's so cool that and, and unique so were you guys because when you're talking about like digital animation like cartoons mm-hmm. that is not an easy thing to do 
It's not. Were you, have you guys always been doing this? Or one day you just woke up and you were like, hey, I'm a comedian. No. Why don't we make a show? Yeah, yeah, basically. It was, it was that's, that's what happened. Yeah, like, yeah. There, there, there's a couple other details I, I want to I add, too, because I, okay, I think it's okay. important for people to know about. Like, So when I was saying earlier that, you know, we didn't have the space and the stuff required to make a live action show, right? But we also love cartoons. Yeah. So we didn't have any yeah. resources to make this happen, like literally at all. We didn't have money. We couldn't afford any of this stuff. And so we got a Best Buy credit card, maxed yeah. it out, buying some computers that we could animate on that were touchscreen and everything we needed. <laughs> and yeah. um, so so that was like took care of one thing. And it's like, OK, we can we'll, we'll pay the credit card back eventually. But right now we got to get the equipment. Right. All right. And then right. the next thing is we, we needed um, computer software to make this happen. Couldn't afford okay. that either. Pirated that from the internet. <laughs> so every awesome. YouTube episode was made with bootleg software. We didn't buy it, and you know, <laughs> you know, we we get the deal with Comedy Central, and they give us a decent chunk of change. So then it's like, okay, now let's get the software, real so stuff. We're not making the show for Comedy Central with legal, but you know, this pirated software. Yeah, with bootleg software, and we actually made two different pilot episodes. You know, kind of shop around and get feedback from people too and those were both made with um yeah. bootleg software so you know wow dude we didn't now that was us being resourceful you know we max yeah. up credit card got computers technically stole the computer software we <laughs> bought it eventually though so you know whatever <laughs> yeah well, yeah but, um, it, it all counts man yeah no and, and, and no then and then it was just you know <laughs> youtube university and watching dude, tutorials yeah. on the net of how to animate and that was how we how we did it and it was just you know hours and discipline of you know figuring things out and yeah man i love that dude i love that uh i love that that's your story man because that's so awesome and it sounds similar you know i i have a similar one like one day i woke up and i was like dude i've been talking about this shit for too long i was Mm -hmm. like i want to do a podcast and we're just and i just did it but yeah, hours on yeah. YouTube, dude. Hours yeah, yeah. on YouTube. That, that's like, how it starts. I, I literally shoot, called my brother and was like, hey, you want to make a cartoon? And he's like, yeah, man, I've always wanted to make a cartoon. And we've talked about it like a million times, but we've never actually talked yeah. about it. We've only been sitting around cracking jokes and being like, hey, we should make right. a cartoon and we should make a show. Like, we're funny. It's like, yeah, I know we should. But then yeah. it never goes yeah. any further. Than that, right? Like, everyone's had those moments with their friends. Like, we should do this and this and this. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually, yeah. you know, you just have to get to a point where, you know, yeah. What what do I want out of my life? How do I design the life that I want? And what I want is right. to make cartoons. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, was, man. No. Well, that's uh dude, that's amazing, bro. And I really appreciate uh those stories because it's that's fantastic. Um, hey, one second, hold on. <laughs> do your thing. Yeah, Mr. Mom, dude. I <laughs> no worries, I'm man. So- don't don't even worry about it. <laughs> okay, cool, man. Um that's so crazy, man. I really I dude, I love that. That uh, you know, because it just blows my mind. Because I that's why I started this podcast was to show people that they could do this stuff. You know that mm-hmm. that you can wake up one day and be like, I want to make a cartoon. Definitely, um, definitely, you know, and, definitely. And maybe, and maybe you don't know that it. it I mean, I'm sure maybe at the time you didn't think it was going to end up on Comedy Central. I'm sure those dreams kind of evolved. But just like you know, yeah. hey, dude, I want to do this. You know, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have fun because the opposite is worse. Which is like regretting yeah. that you never. Yeah. Did oh that. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I I can't live like that. And you know, like I I want people to know, like I'm I'm not special. I didn't go to school for graphic design or animation or TV show writing. Wow. I literally just 
you know, me and my brothers taught ourselves to you animate. Funny and, yeah. <laughs> and we, the only thing we were just funny and everything else we had to figure out. And, <laughs> and you know, it, it was cool. a lot of I, the best thing for us, though, was definitely working with Comedy Central because that was a master class in cartoon production and how to how to write TV shows properly. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a lot of hard work and kind of combine that with luck, but also, you know, yeah. surrounding yourself with people who are better than you at what you want to do. And that, that was the best thing about working with Comedy Central for us is that, you know, like we're funny, but now we're working with a small team of people who are professional writers who, yeah. you know, are like, well, this is funny, but you need to structure the storyline like this or structure the joke like this. This will make the joke hit harder. This will make the story flow better. So this oh, needs to be wow. rearranged, whatever it may be. So, yeah, there's like a formula to, you know, like good storytelling on TV. And we didn't know yeah. that formula at all. We just, like I said, we just knew how to be funny. So working with them, you know, they, they helped us. They they took our writing up like <laughs> infinite you levels. a lot though. Yeah, you learned a lot. Learned, yeah, like a master class in in TV production and cartoon and animation um and and writing. So that was, you know, the best for you. Know, whatever you want to do, just find other people who are already doing it and and learn as much as you yeah. can from them. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh, dude. That's so cool, man. And and here I'm thinking like, you know, it's always really special for me and I don't I do a little bit of research on my on my podcast guests. But I also like to keep it really light because or, or like mm-hmm. like I like the surprises. I like to be able to yeah. like dig and find out these new stories and kind of bring everything to life. And uh, and I'm super glad that we we touched on that because mm-hmm. I didn't even like I didn't know that. And uh, I feel kind of bad that I didn't know that. But I also like that's a cool <laughs> story, man. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. So you guys are still is it the same show that you're that you're pitching? I mean, obviously, you don't have to tell me details, but has it has the has, has it evolved to other shows or? We have a whole catalog with some really oh, cool whoa. shows we're working on right now. <laughs> and yeah, so the show that we're doing with Netflix, I can't say too much about it, but I'll say sure, like, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. On, on this journey that we've been on, <clears throat> you know, it's working with Comedy Central was a dream come true. Right. And like that was something that mm-hmm. we pursued. That was a goal we set. But then, you know, doing things like this, you just run into other opportunities that are it's like it's a dream come true, but it's a dream you didn't even know you had. Right. So. Yeah, well, that's right. On Thursday to Netflix, we actually have we have an executive producer attached producer attached to our show, who is the original producer of South Park and helped get South Park on TV. Wow! And and this guy loves our work and he loves us and he loves our show and what we're doing. And yeah. so to have him believe in us and have him behind us and agree to executive produce our show was like. like i said a dream come true that we didn't even know we had you know like my favorite show of all time the man responsible for putting this show on tv who believed in trey parker and matt stone who are the biggest influences in our cartoons that guy agreed to produce our show too wow that is like yeah that's a dream (laughs) that's a dream bro and that's like those are the things that you do when when you just start doing things that you know Mm -hmm. you feel like it's your purpose to help you know, make people yeah. laugh and heal through yeah, comedy yeah, and like, you know, do all these things like those kinds of things open up when you just start like yeah. doubling down on like having fun. And I, and I know it's like, I know there's so many things that go into business and I know it's hard, but like getting started is simple. It's like, have yeah. fun, do, do it, do something that you wanted to do, 
you know, and I don't know if you call it passion. I don't know if you call it purpose. I don't know what, what you want, whatever word you want to use. I think you should have fun. And I think you should love it enough to like see through the hard stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause you're always, you're always going to be overwhelmed. You're like as a business owner, whether you're doing cartoons or coffee, you're pretty much in a constant (laughs) state of being overwhelmed because there's so much stuff to do always. So as long as you can, you know, don't, don't succumb to that. And as long as you can, you know, keep yourself in a, in a good place. That's why, you know, you got, you got to make fun and have fun doing what you're doing. Cause there's going to be days where you like, you wake up and you're like, Oh my God, I don't want to do none of this stuff today. Yeah. I don't um, want to do any of this stuff, but you love it. But you know, you, you remember yeah, that. It's yeah. Like, that's, that's the thing. It's so not like, about, yeah. If it was yeah. about the money, we might've quit. But yeah, it's like, definitely. And, and the thing is like, you, you, you almost, you almost become a slave to it. Right. Cause even. Yeah. So like the coffee, right. Yeah. The coffee is fun in a sense, like I love growing the business. I love finding new ways to reach people and help people find what they're looking for. But at the same time, it's like, it's exhausting. It's taxing. It's like, there's so many tedious things that I don't like to do for the business, but it's like, (laughs) there's something in my brain that won't turn off that it's like, oh, you want to sleep in today? And I'm I'm like an early riser. I get up at like five every day, but it's it's like, but it's like, oh, you want to get up at five in today? You want to sleep in till six? You don't want to get up at five. You want to sleep until six thirty. Well, I'm your mind, and I'm not going to let you do that because I'm going to keep reminding <laughs> you of all the things you have to do for your business. So you need to yeah. get your butt up out of bed and do it, right? And it's yeah, just something yeah, that yeah. I can't turn off. I mean, like I can, you know, turn it off when I'm sleeping and when I'm, you know, I yeah. can be present in the moment, whatever I'm doing outside of it. But like yeah. to waste time or sleep in, you know, there's, there's just something. Yeah, there's so much you got to do. There's this, there's this little voice in your head that's like, <laughs> I don't think so. You got stuff that's to do, right, so dude. get up and do it, and then and then you just have to listen to it. And that's right, dude. You know, it's part of the process, <laughs> and it's fun. And 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 I think that's the part that I've fallen in love with is when once you get to a point to where like your mind won't let you relax. It, and yeah. this is my experience anyway. I'm not saying this is what it is. Sure, <laughs> my sure, sure. But, but I hear once, you. Once once I got to the point where like my mind wouldn't let me relax that was when I really loved the whole process because it's like, okay, now I'm, I'm yeah. not doing this for the money. I'm doing this for the, for the whole big picture of it. Right. Um, yeah. to, to have fun building and growing this company, um, to, to do something for people, find a way to, you know, help people give back whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, that, that little voice, you know, keeps, keeps the love alive at the same time for me. So, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and maybe, dude, maybe dude. the love keeps the voice alive too, I think, but you know, it's, <laughs> always, always something so you gotta you gotta make sure you're doing what you love because if, if yeah you know, yeah easy to, easy to say no or sleep in or and, yeah, and then and then and then you have the danger of making a habit out of not showing up for yourself or your business or whatever it may be so it's like you got to kind of train your mind to you know not work on motivation because motivation is fleeting right so yeah you know, and then you know, oh yeah say, absolutely like, dude we were just I was just talking about that with with one of my really good friends. He's a he's a hip hop artist here in Utah, very successful. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, motivation." He was like, "Motivation doesn't do anything for me." He's like, "It was always mm-hmm. discipline." You know, it's yeah, always yeah. discipline. Yeah, same. Yeah, and and also like there, there's so many people that that wait for motivation to come, but really <laughs> motivation comes from action. Like the only yeah. thing that motivates me is get getting my butt up out of bed and starting to do things. That's why like I get up at five and the first thing I do is make my bed. And you know, there's the the cliche and 
it sounds cliche, <laughs> but it's not because it's proven. It's proven by science to like help your day get rolling better. But yeah, the first thing you do, yeah. you make, you get up and make your bed, and that kind of sets bed, the tone yeah. for 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 accomplishing things for the whole day. Um, yeah. So, you know, and and even like the the making your bed, it motivates you this much. But right, this right, is right. all the motivation you need to get the next thing done, and then that motivates you that much, and then you know, so on and so on, <laughs> keeps growing and growing. But yeah, yeah the motivation well, you gotta comes after action. Yeah, well, I think the big thing with things like so, I talked with, um, I interviewed on this podcast. His name's Drew Manning. He was the creator of the Fit to Fat to Fit journey. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but he mm-hmm. he was like super fit, and then I, I mean, it's in the name, right? He was super fit and he got really fat. Then he got fit again. Yeah. Um, And he goes through this journey and he did that so that he could be like, show empathy to people and he could understand Mm -hmm. what he was dealing with. Um, But he, he mentioned like, so I go, so I go, what is the, what are the first things you do in the morning to help people like lose weight? Like what, what's the process? And he goes, uh, cold showers and make your bed. And he's like, and it's not because these things are like small wins or anything like that. He, he said, because you did something hard during like first thing in the morning and when you do something that hard like making your bed is not hard physically but it is hard mentally because and what i mean by that is like you you hear all the voices in your head like it doesn't really matter if you make your bed it doesn't really you know what i mean it's stupid Mm -hmm. no one's going to come in my room anyway yeah that's not the point the point is to like do something hard yeah yeah and And then then also for, for, for me making my bed i i like coming into a room that has a good clean space it, it yeah. keeps it keeps everything else clearer like yeah just my, my mind when your space is clear <laughs> you, your mind can be more clear you can be more organized so that i i need yeah. i need that too <laughs> <laughs> no that's actually that's accurate man well dude i uh i appreciate it i like we're coming up on on the time but uh but dude i uh wow man how how do people stay up to date with everything that you got going on with all the releases that you're gonna have coming up soon mm-hmm. how do they get a hold of Korma Coffee, like, or Korma Cafe, like, tell us where we find it. Yeah, everything. absolutely. Um, if, if you're interested in the coffee, uh, the Korma Date Coffee, you can go to KormaCafe.com, and that's K-O-R-M-A Cafe.com. Um, we also have a really awesome body scrub that I that I came up with not long ago. I saw it's that. It's, like, super amazing for your skin. I use it, like, about three times a week, and my skin is, <laughs> I, it's great. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so KormaCafe.com. Um, if, if you're interested in, you know, you want to keep up with our cartoons and things like that and all the things we have going on, um, probably the easiest place for that is, uh, our brand is called riot comedy. Um, okay. our website's down right now for maintenance, but just follow us on Instagram and YouTube. That's where like all the updates come. Um, okay. and then my, my personal Instagram is Trenton Hudson. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm always open to receive messages and reach out if, you know, any advice or, you know, steps to take, whatever it may be, or if you just want to holler and, you know, <laughs> whatever it is I'm, I'm i'm pretty receptive to instagram messages as long as it's not spam so <laughs> <laughs> right on dude well hey man uh thank you so much again bro i really hey, appreciate thank you it. so much for having fun. me man it was my pleasure <laughs>